up, bros? How you guys doing? Are you ready? Are you in the holiday spirit? Are you ready for another episode of Terribly Funny? That's the big question. Holiday spirit aside, sure. I hope you're uh, uh, decking those halls and jingling those bells, but are you ready for Terribly Funny? Because it's coming at you. Hi. I'm your host and friend, Steve Bazelon, um, and this, of course, is the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. Uh, today, we have a very funny person. She is a, uh, uh, a newish friend. She's somebody I've been acquainted with for many years, but we've only recently become bros, and it's uh, Darcy Carden. What can I tell you about Miss Darcy? Well, uh, she's a, a very talented improv comedian and actress. Uh, you've seen her on UCB. Uh, stage for a long time. You've also seen her in Broad City. You've seen her uh, on uh, previous terribly funny guest Chris Kelly's movie, Other People. She's great in that. Um, and uh, currently, you can see her on the uh, Mike Shore NBC comedy, The Good Place. She plays Janet, and she gets to do almost all of her scenes with Ted Danson, which to me just seems like a fucking dream. I mean, if you get to do that, then, you know, I feel like you made it. You can uh, you can just uh, chalk it up to the rest of it as just, uh, just gravy after that, because that's the, that's the end zone. Um, what is Miss Darcy going to talk about today? Well, uh, she was kind enough to come out and sit on my couch uh, on a Saturday afternoon and talk to us about uh, what it's like huh, when uh, a bright light is extinguished too early. Um, what it what it feels like that what the hole is left when we uh, lose people entirely too young. So let's see what Miss Darcy has to say. Uh, what levity and insight she can bring to a, a very difficult thing. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's that's what I call an intro. So here we go, gang. Darcy Carden on a brand new episode of Terribly Funny. Well, here's another question. When people come on your show, do they mm-hmm. tell you ahead of time what they want to talk about? No. Ooh, that's... Only like once or twice, yeah. or I guess maybe a few times just because I've been close with somebody, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have general ideas of yeah. what they're talking about. Totally. Um, but there's been a few times where I've been genuinely surprised. Yeah. I've been talking about one thing and it takes a left hand. Right. Like, oh, wow. That's, okay. That's what it Crazy. is. Crazy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, well, I was, yeah, this is like a, this is a weird, I mean, I, like I told you, I'm like a fan of this podcast and it's so cool to listen to, um, people that you don't usually kind of hear, I don't know, talk about serious shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's even, even if, unless you're like best friends with, with somebody. With person. Yeah, it's only when you see somebody out and you may like be close with somebody, but you know, like a party or at a show or you're not going to get into anything beyond this. Like you're just going to get like a little bit neat beneath the surface. You're not getting to the core of anything. And when you weirdly do, it's like, why did I do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, there's a lot of people around us and now I feel weird. That's like the, the, um, yeah, especially like if I'm at a party and I've maybe had like a glass of wine. Uh-huh. That's like the thing that I think about the next day is like, why did I? Why did talk I talk about I got that? too into it. <laughs> there's like randomly, there's been, there's there's a one guy who I worked with on Community, and he's a lovely, talented dude. But I feel like every time I've run into him out in life, he's always just like caught me at a weird time, yeah. and like at a weird time. Like uh, like when Lauren and my ex and I were like already splitting up yeah. people didn't know like right. I ran into him and 
he said something about marriage and I was like, yeah, it's a real kick in the pants. Like just saying like, he yes. caught me like a weird time. He's like, this guy's, right. this guy's like Every an ass. Every time I fucking see yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's always saying weird shit. <laughs> and he's like, he just like never knew that I was going through yeah. things and I just like represent, like mouth vomited on it. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. He's a weirdo. He's right. unstable. And also I'm sure like when people talk about you, he's like, that guy's weird, right? And everyone's like, no, no, no. That seems okay. He's great. He's yeah. like, no, that guy's like, weird. No, he's like weird. He's like, pretty weird, he's right? He's nice, but he's weird. <laughs> I'm like, no. I mean, that may be true, but yeah, like, yeah, you've yeah. also always called me at weird times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, some people you just weirdly, even when you don't know them that well, you like weirdly have some sort of feeling safe with them. I saw someone at a yeah. party last night that as I was telling her something, I was like, I don't know this girl that well. And I always feel safe to tell her sort of like secrets. Yeah. I don't know her that well. I think that's part of the reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe. like you're not really attached to my life. Yeah. You don't, maybe we don't have a ton of overlap. Right. You... You're not coming at, at what I'm telling you with a preconceived notion sure, at all. Sure, totally. So, like, you're, you're, a, little you're safe. a little safer. It's like, the, like a therapist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little bit like why I think there's so many movies based on, like, you, somebody you met on a plane. Or, like, you end up on a crazy trip with totally. somebody you don't know. And you're just like, here's yeah, my life. Right. And I'm telling you all these things that are wrong with it because totally. you're not connected to anything. Yeah, I love that, actually. That's my one of my favorites. Downward um, Spiral? Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And actually, now I'm remembering that you and Chris Kelly on an episode talked about the plane, the, tra- the the train, the train, the train movie, the France, the oh yeah, Paris uh, before sunrise, <laughs> yeah. before sunset. That's where this yes. is from. Yeah. So we're looking at the wall, and there's a sign that says, "Baby, you are gonna miss that place." Plane, plane, plane. Oh yeah, and that's the last line, maybe. Uh, before sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, those movies are good. And Chris yeah. Kelly made me and my husband watch all those. Oh, he did. Yeah. And did you love them? I loved them. I had seen the first one, you know, like right when it came out in the movie theater. And it was... Well, what you, were, was you were young. I was very young. Yeah. I want to say, like, was that 94 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, you were, like, probably, like, you were my age. Yeah. Like 12? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, I, and I felt it hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, but it was, like, so aspirational for me. Totally. Like, I went to Vienna by myself when I was living in Europe on a study abroad yeah. semester just purely to, like, hopefully relive that. Totally. Nothing happened at no, all. No, no. I went to saw, like, I went to see, like, the opera by myself. Yeah. And I went to, I, like, went all the places they went, but just by myself, sadly. That is really Steins sweet. Yeah. I remember, like, having sort of a, um, uh, 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 to say Summer Fling is so not what it was. Because Sounds it was. nice, though. No, it was, I was, you know, like, a preteen. Uh-huh. I, like, a, a summer, what do you, like, my family stayed in France for a, f- a month or something in the sure. summer and I like fell in love with a boy but not really because I was 13 or whatever yeah but did you like hang out a lot yeah, and, like, like some kissing smooched yeah that yeah sounds fantastic yes, that's totally. a dream for a 13 year old but then we like you know this is kind of pre and I guess is it pre email like in a way yeah I mean like 13 yeah, yeah I think I'm, yeah. I got my first email account when I was like a sophomore yeah, in high school totally so, yeah. so this is pre this is when you like write letters yeah so we had that summer together where where we kind of like smooched and and you know, looked at the stars or whatever. And then I Sounds saw like that movie yeah. right when I got home and I wrote him a letter about the movie. And yeah. I was like, I'm not saying that we were in love, but, 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 <laughs> but, but, but. And then I never heard from oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I was like caught up in the sense, romance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe yeah. you'll run into him in a bookstore in 10 years. That's true. I mean, yeah. we are Facebook friends now and yeah, he has a wife and kids, so good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. So did Ethan Hawke, though, you know what I'm saying? I mean, God, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, yeah. shoot. I'm screwed. Um, okay, so, so, okay, so let's talk about sure, sad things. Sure, let's get into it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I think what I want to talk about is, like, yeah, how do I say this? Like, young people dying. <laughs> like, yeah, my, that's yeah, a way to say people it. that die before they should die. 
and my, and I had and my my I have a little sister mm-hmm. named Miranda mm-hmm. who is alive. Great. Yes. Good. Um, and she's nine years younger than me, mm-hmm. and we're sort of like inseparably best friend, close. Very, very close. Right. Super close. That's nice. Yes, Especially it's great. despite the age difference. It yeah. actually doesn't make sense. Yeah. We should you be... were never like in the house at the same time, really. Yeah, I mean, things. yeah, I was like, yeah. Even in when, college when she was like exactly. in middle school. Exactly. But, but somehow it didn't matter. That's it never great. mattered. We always, we always made time for each other. And yeah, like once I left the house, meaning like in college and stuff, that she would like spend spring break with mm. me. I think that was kind of our main thing was like Christmas breaks and spring breaks. She'd always like come by herself for a week here or there. Right. But also I, I'm like a real, I don't know, homebody. Like I'm super close with my family. So even when I'm in New York or at college or whatever, I was still home a ton. Um, and her, her best friend passed away when they were in high school <clears throat> from a car crash. Oof. Right? I feel like... Her best friend? Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, um, it was like this weird thing that maybe happens in movies and there's something about, okay, I don't know how to even say this. It's like, there's something about when a young person dies, it's always like the absolute best person you've ever met. Yeah. There's something, I don't know what the math is or what the science is behind it, but it's like, I feel like everyone has everyone knows of like oh yeah I went to school with a kid that died or I went this or that or my friend this but it's always like oh and he was also the most special person you had ever met in your life and and uh, and so I'm saying Stefan is his name Stefan was Miranda's best friend but also like weirdly I was really close with him and Mm -hmm. I'm like I guess I was eight years older than him um but, Still, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we, um, the sort of like path to knowing. Um, I guess I'll tell you about him, or like how I yeah. knew him, or whatever. Well, it's interesting what you say about like it always seems like the uh, when somebody dies too soon, it's always like really that one. Yes. Come on, there's all these other ones that are fine. All these like Take one of them. Normal, yeah, like kind of average. Yeah. But you got the best one. What's well, like? I don't know if you. There was like a, a period in time. It's less of a thing they do now when they're like years ago and they'd run like uh, don't drink and drive ads yeah. and they'd show like videos of like some a kid like opening up presents on Christmas yeah. and like, this is the most pure person totally. you've ever seen and totally. like they died three days later exactly. it's like oh my god this kid and it's always like that yeah. it's always that yeah and I don't know if that's like um, you know after if it's like I know with I mean I know with Stefan it, he, he was so when he was alive, he was so clearly the most special person right. in any room. So it wasn't like the afterthought of like, actually, it was like, wow. You know, I remember my husband, Jason, knew him really well as well. And I remember when he was still alive, having a conversation with Jason that I've never had about any kid in my life, which was like, I can't wait to see what he's like when he grows up, Oof. which is crazy. Right. Yeah. But it was like, he's so special. Like, what could he, what will he do? The world is his oyster. Yeah. Um, yeah. In what in what way was he just a? Um, sorry, this guy's making noise over here. Was he? He just had like an inner light. Yeah, totally. Those people? He was like, he was like, um, the he was mature for his age, so he was very good with adults. Mm-hmm. Or or you know, I was like in my twenties. Which is an anomaly unto itself. Totally. When you're like seventeen. Totally. Yeah. So he was good with parents. He was good with my you know my older sister and you know close with my older sister and me and my and my husband Jason. Um, in a way where like he wasn't 
he wasn't like, oh, Miranda's friend. Like, I literally hung out with him on my right. own. He was like a wonderful, right. just easy to be around with or be around person, that, that type of person where you're just like, oh, he's, he's just, you just want to be around him. Yeah. He was like, <clears throat> um, you know, he was like, an, uh, uh, like a, I want to say like the best actor. Who knows if he was the best actor? He was great on stage. He was funny on stage. He was like that kid yes. in the class, though. Yes. Like he was like, oh fuck. Yeah, he yeah. was like the the he was the coolest kid in school without without being the coolest kid in school. With no pretense. Exactly. He was like the guy's friends with everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And he um he was so cute and he was so like he just was. It was almost like every single person was in love with him. Like right. every person that met him was like, "Oh, I, I'm in love with you." Like whatever that means. I'm just like, I, "You are my favorite person." Yeah, like I, you know, I have friends that like. There's certain people when. What am I saying? Uh, that make you feel like, "Oh, this guy's my best friend." Yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and there's forty people who say like, "This That's guy's my, my best, best friend. friend." Yeah, and like that may not be true of them. It right. may be a one way street, right. but like makes you feel as such like I feel safe. Yes, and like this guy really is means a lot to me. And maybe there's like I don't know what that is, and I know I know people have that where it's like when they give you attention, you're like the most important person. The light shines. Yeah, on you. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, he just, he was so funny. He was very like curious and, um, you know, he like loved music and it was fun to talk about music with him. He just was, he just was, oh man, he just was the best and he was so special and he was like very, very a part of our family or like, you know, everybody in my family really was close with him. And it, I almost was like, um, there was something about him picking Miranda to be his, like one of his best friends that felt very like, exciting or something I don't know if yeah. exciting is the right word like special like yeah. like um, he saw in her what I see in her or something mm-hmm. like that um, but we um, it, you know I, I don't know if I had sort of people had died before you know grandparents or whatever but that makes sense yeah. unless it's hard yeah. it's like oh this is life this is the totally. way it's supposed to go um, I it's also, always hard but yeah yeah exactly and also with um, somebody maybe older I mean, death is always going to be a surprise, almost always. Even when somebody's sick, it, it can still shock you. Sure. But there's something about... I don't, I'm trying to think. Why am I like going blank? I don't think I had had a um, sort of like car accident death or anything yeah. like that, where it's like, you know... Where there's no... Nothing. Just, there's, no, there's no way to prepare for that. Right. Any, in any fashion. Right. Yeah. And I was... Um, it was like before... So Jason and I were... We were, Jason, his husband, we were not dating yet, but mm-hmm. we were like, like wanting to, Right. but he lived in LA and I lived in New York and we were just like, deba- not even debating. It, like every night we would talk until three in the morning, like, should we be together? Is this long distance thing going to work? Or should we just wait? It was like these long. Anybody you're talking until three in the morning. Yeah. 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 Just date. For sure. Just date. Yes. Just see what happens. Exactly. But we, we, you know, we were both like sort of freshly out of long-term relationships and we had made like the, we talked it through and one night we were just like, I love you, you love me, but I'm in New York and you're in LA and this just can't work. So mm-hmm. let's just stay best friends and we'll see what happens, but we're not going to date. And then, and then I went to work the next morning and I had this like awful, awful job. I was like the assistant to a... Um, personal assistant to a like a Broadway producer oh sure and I think he paid me like $200 a week Ugh. 
And it was... And you lived in Manhattan? Yeah. No, I guess I lived in Brooklyn, but, but still, still, yes. $200 a week. And, um, and when I, and, and it was, and when I was kind of, I, I don't think he like let me go on auditions. It was like a weird, a weird deal. This guy's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I got a call from my mom and I think I was like walking his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking his dog. And yeah, you like hear those words and you hear like a catch in your mom's voice and it doesn't sound right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you just, that thing where like the world kind of comes to in a little, tunnel, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I had to like put my head against a brick wall or something like that. I just was like, this is, n-, you know, everybody has this moment when they hear something like this, but it just was like, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. This is, there's no way that this is happening. Yeah. You know? It's interesting that whenever you get a phone call like that, even before you know what has transpired, there's something, I don't know what it is, this weird sixth sense yeah. where like, oh, something totally. is happening totally. here. Even when like I've been in the room with somebody. It kind of shifts, right? Yeah. There's just like, it feels like the molecules slow down totally. around you or something. Yes. Just like somehow you like know like something is about to, totally. I'm about to learn something that's going to change me. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. It was... I mean, yeah, whether it was her voice or whatever it was, it was like, I knew something. God. And also just hearing he's been in a car accident was like, okay, shit. But mm-hmm. then it was like, and he didn't make it. And I was like, no. He didn't make it to right, where? Right, exactly. It was like, that's... To football practice? Truly. It's like, that. It, what you're saying is impossible. Unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, and then I just, I'm in New York and they're in California and I'm so poor and I am like, what do I do? And I need to be with my family. And my mom was just like, get on the next flight and you know, we got you. Um, and I, yeah, I remember like, have you ever cried in New York? Oh, almost exclusively. <laughs> like I have had, um, like publicly. Yeah, yeah. I was telling the story because I was there working on a show. I was working on Michael J. Fox show yeah. when, like when everything, not everything, but when a lot of, this confluence of terrible shit was happening. Like yeah. my grandmother died. My mom was diagnosed Sick. with stage four cancer yeah. and my marriage was imploding. Right. So it was just like, I was trying to keep this all together while going to pitch like Parkinson's jokes. Nope. Nope. And I would just like be on the subway and just heaving, crying, totally. like reading a book. So like, yeah, yeah. Like there's Somehow, a reason. Yeah. And I remember many times I just wanted to, it felt like I could do this and this would be calming, just like reach over and grab somebody's hand. Can but, I tell, No, go ahead. No, but then, but like, I feel like that would be, if somebody did that to me, I think I'd be okay with it. But right. I can imagine doing that to somebody and then just like getting like punched. Yeah. I, it's funny that you say that because I, I got on the subway. It was one of those moments where I was like, what is better right now to get in a cab and cry in the back seat or get on the subway or what do I do? And I just got into that little like two seater, like, you know, probably for a wheelchair or something like that, the, the you know, the, the handicap seat. Sure. And I, and I was like head down sobbing and this little old lady came next to me and sat next to me and held my hand Oh wow! and like rubbed my back. And she was like, whatever it is, it's going to be okay. It was so lovely. It was so Those moments lovely. of humanity are just astounding, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. And I don't remember what she looked like. Yeah. I don't, it was like, if, yeah, if I could just like send her a little something right now to just say like, that was, that was everything that I needed in that moment. Yeah, because it's interesting. I mean, I think that's a, a fascinating thing about New York is that you're constantly surrounded by people. Yeah, right. But in instances like that, you feel just all the more isolated. Yes, totally. Because there's no real, even though you're literally rubbing up against totally. people everywhere you go, but there's no actual human connection. connection. So when you have something like that, it's like, oh, oh yeah. life is okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, like that's a long, I mean, that's a long plane ride to... It, it, 
again, when people die, this happens. You have to travel and it's mm-hmm. awful. And, and it actually makes me like, because of, I think, that experience every time I'm at an airport or, or anywhere where people are traveling, I'm always like, not every, you know, people are, are going through shit right yeah. now. They, I don't know what everybody's up to right now. So I'm not going to like get mad if somebody cuts in line or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, and I, uh, I just was like, I was on a mission to like get to my sister's side like as soon as possible. And, oh, I don't know. It was just, once I got there, it was like, she just was so sad. She was, it was like a change. You know, she was probably like 16. Mm. And I was just so aware of her life being, it was like, this was such a moment. Yeah. For nothing will ever be the same. And, oh, she was just, it was so sad. Well, at those, at that age, you were still not like a fully formed human. I yeah. mean, it's all the foundation is there. Yeah. But like friends become everything yes. at that age. Even totally. if you have like a close knit family. Right. Just like, that's who you spend more time with any, than my best friends now. Like I don't spend a ton of time right. with them just because like their yeah. life, but your life is Adults. very yeah. small there. And totally. you see them everywhere at school. And totally. They're, and they're everything to you. Yeah. It's like all the emotions yeah. of, of life are in your friends when you're that age. And especially that age when you are just emoting yes, so much, you're exactly. actually like a ball of hormones. Totally. So like, I love you. Yes. With all everything. Yeah. Um, um, and, uh, I, yeah, I, I remember like when I got there, I was kind of like, okay, I have to beat my mom is a mess. My little sister's a mess. Like I have to be, you know, the like strong one. And then, you know, when I got on the plane in New York, I obviously called Jason in LA and was like, here's what happened. And he hopped in his car in LA and drove, drove up. So he basically met me there like at the same time, which was great. Um, and remember we had sort of like broken up the mm-hmm. night before or whatever you want to call it. Right. We decided like friends. this. Yeah. We're just friends. We're just friends. Yeah. And, and he just was like such a, oh man, he was, we stayed there. We both stayed there for a week at my parents' house with Miranda and all of her, it, our house sort of became like the, the zone for all the friends to come together. Mm-hmm. It was like people would spend the night and people would bring food. Our, yeah. I don't know why it was like his his siblings would come to our house mm-hmm. and everybody was just like camped out we lived off of like weird sugar frosting cookies sure. and yeah and and watched like old videos and and like old plays and stuff and there was just something about Jason being there that was like so um i don't know it it, it he like was so strong for my family mm-hmm. i remember him at the funeral he was like holding my hand and holding both of my sister's hands no. You know, he, well, at that point you're like, nah, and that's, we're, we're doing this. exactly. Yeah. We like one, a couple days afterwards, we were like sitting on the ground in the front hallway. I remember it really clearly. And we were just like, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. this is insane. We can't, we can't not do this. Like the, it was, it was a big kind of like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. You know? Well, isn't there something kind of for lack of better words, like magical yeah. about I think that, so. that like, fuck, I don't know, this kid who was like such an inner light yeah, leaves at least earthly. Yeah. But like gives perspective I do and think, brings people to, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't really prescribe to like things happen for a reason. Right. I think sometimes I'd like to believe that, but like, I don't know. That's pretty, that's pretty special. It did feel like it, it felt like a good, I don't know. Um, you know, I think Stefan left like 
a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And that was just like one of the good things that he left was like we kind of reexamined life, really. Yeah. Like what the whole deal is. Like what are we waiting for? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It was like, I yeah, I, that week was so... It was just so, it was the saddest thing that had ever happened. Right. And then, and then it felt like some, uh, I, it's almost weird to say like some, something good came out of it. Cause I, I, I don't really I don't think th- that's weird. Yeah. I think that's, I mean like, a, I don't know, a, a way of, I guess, framing it is like, it's as if your relationship is almost him living on mm-hmm. because like, who knows what that would have actually transpired right. if. It is. And there's like a way that there's like a certain capacity, like him passing yeah. gave you new life. Right, right, right. And like, not just like in like, oh, the colors are a little bit brighter right. until like I get annoyed at work. Right. But just like it actually gave you like it shifted your life entirely. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of. At least know. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like, if it's worth a trade. I know. I know. But, Isn't that? Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah, you just, oh God. I mean. Anything when it's an accident, you just go over every little, like, what if, what if, what if, what if, you know? Yeah, and you can do that always. Oh, my God, yeah. You can do that when it's not an accident. Totally. Like, yeah, that's I, true. Just like with my mom, like, should I have been, like, more activated? Right. Should I have asked more questions? Should I have tried to help with, you know, uh, um, treatments more? I was coming from a place that, as being somebody who was sick before, yeah. like, that stuff was so overwhelming. The so I was last just like, thing. I was just like, whatever you want, I'll, I'm not going to... Don't you think that's exactly what you should have done then? I think so. But yeah. then there's like, you know, I can play that. Like, maybe I could have done more. Maybe yeah. I should have I should have been there more. I mean, like, my, I had a lot of things going on. Yeah. But like, why didn't I hang out there more? I mean, you can always ask mm. those questions is the thing. There's this... <laughs> there's this scene in Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Where Giovanni Ribisi is, like, recounting his, like, you know... Um, like nights at home when his mom comes home from work and and he he's just like um she would come home from a long night and she would come in and want to talk to me and I'd like pretend I was asleep do you mm-hmm. remember that no it's really beautiful but he just was like why did I do that like yeah. why did I do yeah. that and it, I always think about that because that that is one of those ones where sometimes I uh, you know not even when it, not even tragedy things but sometimes even a friend being like do you want to go out to dinner yeah and I'll be like I'm busy I'm not busy. Yeah. But then afterwards, I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, there's only so many days in this life, you know? Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a certain degree you have to like, oh, I have to take care of myself. Yes. And like, sometimes I just need like fucking decompression. And that's and great. That's totally fine. Yeah. But there's other times where just like, yeah, what am I doing? Why, why do I keep like not taking friends up on hanging out or, or this or that? Like, well, you know. Or why am I saying no? I should say yes more. Yeah. I do think I should say yes more, actually. Yeah. But then I also love my couch. For sure, man. And I love my damn dog. I was trying I to do. Husband. I was trying to say yes a lot, like a year or two years ago, yeah. like past year, because I just felt like I was like coming out of a yeah, fog. I'm, I'm sure. like, I'm gonna just try to say yes to yeah. adventure more, not say no. I'm like healthy person again. I yeah. can say yes. And like a lot of it was fun. Yeah. But a lot of times it was just like Exhausting. ended up. Yeah, or I just end up like I was saying yes to like go out with like a lady who I had no interest in. Right, like, but I, you're like, I do, and this is not yeah. like the right kind of yes. Yeah, maybe this is actually not helping. Yeah, this yeah. is actually probably you know 
in, increasing yeah. the whole of my The life. movie version of it is that that's your wife. You yeah. find your wife. Yeah. But the real version is like, that's a shitty night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like a long one. Yeah, huh? exactly. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. Looking at your phone. No, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You I have to go to the bathroom. There should be fetal abortion. <laughs> fetal, uh, uh, funerals. Cool, yeah. cool. Cool, yeah. Uh, so do you want dessert or no good? Okay, no. good, yeah, good, Yeah, I think good. that around that period is like, no, I'm not doing meals anymore. Yeah, we yeah. We drink and we get out there fast. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can always... Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never been on a date in my life. Never? I don't know. Have I? I went from like a, a high school, a long-term high school. Uh-huh. This is part of the reason Jason and I like didn't want to get together. Because you're like, we should have a period Yes. He, had, he and I had both... He had gotten out of a long-term and I had gotten out of long-term. That was like one of the things we sort of bonded over is like how oh, dude, similar it you was. want to have like a aphrodisiac like yeah. talk to someone about heartbreak yeah yeah it's like yeah. you may not even be that interested but like they get me yeah exactly yeah. and then and then when it was like yeah th- we always felt like the timing was wrong we were like oh we should meet we should have met like five years later and now looking back i'm like oh damn that was best well i think that's always the timing always feels wrong yeah. for everything i'm like i've uh uh talked to Anybody I know who's a parent, who's a peer, or just older, like, like, there's never a good time to have kids. Yeah, right, right, and right. And there's, like, I remember thinking, this is maybe a, definitely a big tangent. Yeah, that's good. But um, when I, when uh, Laura and I, my ex, we dated for a long time. We yeah. dated, like, six years. Seven, yeah. And I was, like, uh, sick for almost that entire period. Damn, dude. And I remember I kept on thinking, like, I just want to wait till, like, I get over something to, like, I always, because, like, I was like, I'm in, I'm in this. I'm in. Yeah. We're, we're going to get married. This is our life, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I always wanted to, like, wait till I have, like, more money, wait till I have more, I'm healthy, yeah. wait till, like, just things are more stable. Yeah. And then I don't know what pushed over the edge at some point, but I, just something along the lines, like, that was the way I proposed. Like, I'm always waiting for, like, the right time yeah. for there to be more money to be healthy. And yeah. it's like, just I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Right. The one thing I've never questioned is like this. Right. So there's like never a good time. Right. I, love I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree. And I also like I love that you did that. Yeah, it was, it was I mean, very nice. I know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you feel about all of that, but like, you guys have like come out in such a lovely, beautiful way on the other side. You know, like I love yeah. how close you are, and it's not been easy. Sure. By any means. I sure. Think that's easy thing to overlook, but right. Yeah, it's it's like you know, but I think that's any relationship. Yeah. This is just a different kind. Yeah. Um, that was a tangent. No, but, a uh, but are... I think. Yeah, there's never a good time I for think you're right. shit to happen. Like yeah. that was not a good time for that kid to die. In theory, totally. he should die when he's 83. Exactly. Right. 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 That's so true. And uh, yeah, making any big decision, you know, even just as simple as getting a dog. Jason and I were thinking about getting a dog for like three or four years, mm-hmm. and it was always like, as small as like, oh well, we're gonna be gone for a week over Thanksgiving, so that's maybe we'll wait till after that. Or yeah. as big as like, we need a backyard mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and then. And then our um, our little angel Jen Statsky, you know mm-hmm. Jen Statsky. Yeah, she was Not like, well, yeah. we we we. She's a big dog lover, and she knew that we wanted a dog, and we'd sort of been like browsing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Let's go today. Let's once, just go once today." Once you're browsing, it's just yeah. time. Just yeah, do it. yeah, exactly. So we just did it. Um, but that's a big one with kids too. Like, yeah. Jason and I have wanted kids for years, and we are big. Uh, you know, we put it off. You know, we wanted kids. We both were like the type. We both were like, would have been happy to have kids at like 23. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we love kids. There were, yeah. Like we've, we've talked about this a lot. Like no, no fun night out is, is better than like a kid yeah. <laughs> like in the morning or whatever. Yeah. We, we both are on the same page about that, but well, that's great. But now we're, you know, not 23 yeah. and we still don't have a kid. 
But it's like a little bit, uh, I putting words in your mouth, but like, it's like, well, I just got this like great job opportunity. Is like now the best time? That's and a, like before that, there's probably something else. Like, well, that, we're going to get this new house. And then there's it's always really something. really crazy, actually. Yeah. Like I've been thinking about it so much where it's like so much of my adult life was like waiting sort of, you know, as like an actor or writer, you want to get the job that makes you feel secure. secure. Yeah. And I didn't have that for so long. So yeah. I didn't want to have a baby before I, I had all this, I had like a whole system. It was like, I, and I also look to people too much, meaning like I look to um, people that I'm sort of like maybe trying, trying to emulate or, or like careers. And I'm like, well, they did it like this. So that means I sure. have to, I can't do this until that or I, whatever it is, I, which is, I don't know if it's that healthy to do that. I've been doing that since I was a little kid. I don't, I mean, I think there is, years ago, I, I wrote a, 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 a script, I wrote a screenplay that nothing ever happened with, but like I was writing this and like afterwards I realized like thematically, like why did I write this? Uh-huh. And the whole premise, the whole idea was, I think, I, I just deduced after spending, you know, months writing yeah. it, I was like, oh, it's just like the whole thing is like you can't. There's diminishing returns comparing yourself to others. Yeah. And that was like the whole, that was like the whole, like without even realizing the whole, it, that's like, the whole reason I did it. it. Like you didn't even need to make it. Yeah. It was just about like discovering uh, that. A little bit, yeah, uh-huh. a little bit, but I think it was, but I think there's like, to a certain degree, it's like nice to be spurned on by like, oh, that guy's doing this right. thing? I, I, I want to do that. Right. And right. there's like, that's a good level of like, you know, inspiration right. or a catalyst or whatever. There's like a point where like, you can't totally compare yourself to other people because totally. it's just going to be like you're going to beat yourself right. up and like why aren't I doing it like yeah. that there was I mean I'm because uh, people were doing that about you well I don't know oh people were definitely comparing themselves to you I mean for sure I mean I guess anything makes sense but I'm like what would you're that, a talented well, successful okay. person right. Somebody, I'm, there's, there's probably I truly like other am like, people how's that possible but no I yeah. see what you're saying yeah. it's like right but I um, yeah I mean I I even like a, let's see, when I got, I got a word or whatever that I was on the good place in like the spring of last year. Mm-hmm. And in the winter of last year, I was like, it's just not going to happen for me. It, I was like, Isn't that fascinating? yeah, I was yeah. like, it's okay. And I'm actually like, I think I'm fine with that. And I'm creatively fulfilled, like with UCB shows and writing and this and that and little, little jobs here and there, but it's just not going to happen for me and and I think I can be okay with that which was because I was I was again like sort of doing the math I was mm-hmm. like it doesn't make sense anymore like there's sure. no way that that could happen I'm being I have to be realistic about it um so it was such a like and and weirdly I know you've watched the good place mm-hmm. um William Harper who plays Cheedy mm-hmm. who is the exact same age as me to down to the month um felt the same way this was his last audition wow. and he was just kind of like it was okay, and you know, we, I tried, and that's it. I, I tried my best, and this will be the last one. And isn't that also fascinating? <laughs> yeah. There's like a little bit. Uh, there's been a, a couple times in my life where like I've gotten a job or a writing project or something, and it's like really because uh-huh. it's like the times that I didn't give a fuck. Right, right. And it's like so there's some sort of like weird, in, intangible confidence. I mean, that's that comes what it along is. with not like well, whatever. It's not gonna happen. It so has gives to be shit. that. It has to be yeah. that. That makes it because it there is I mean again especially in this business but maybe in every business that like sort of desperation is so unappealing yeah and we all have it we all had it I mean I I feel like I had that where I was like (laughs) what can I be what do you want me to be I'll be whatever you need me to be and then yeah it's nice when you kind of get to a point where you're like oh I know what I am 
Yeah. And if you like it, cool. And if you don't, all right. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that I'm like, I've got that down a hundred percent, but I definitely feel like in the last few years I've, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, okay, I sort of, I sort right. of get it who I am now and, and, and I'm okay with that. But that's like a, that's a big breakthrough. Yeah. That's cool. I found like just even in like my dating life, yeah, like when I'm not really that engaged, even like I've anybody I spend time with, like they're lovely people. Yeah. But like when I just like, well, whatever, yeah. take it or leave it. It's just like, man, does it work well? Yeah. And like whenever like there's a little bit like, oh, I, I'm really actually interested. And it's like, well, this is I'm I'm like all fucking teeth and that's feet and mouths. This is awful. <laughs> I think that's the same exact thing. It's like the energy you're putting into it is yeah. like it. It's like unattractive, yeah. right? It's like whether it's you can dating, like smell yeah, desperation, yeah. even if it's not a real desperation, right? right. It's just, yeah, there's some. There's some. I always say like. I mean, I always say, I always say say. to everyone, confidence is the number one most attractive thing, attractive in every way, whether it's like sexually attractive or, you know, any attractive, like I want that. Yeah. It's always comes from confidence. And it's not like a James Bondian thing. It's just no. like, because confidence can come like a lot. Somebody can be neurotic, yeah. but still confident. Yeah, it's for just sure. like, oh, yeah. I want what this person's selling. Totally. Let me bottle this up. Totally. Um, Stefan was confident. Yeah. He do you was, think, do you carry that, like, so when this was like a, 10 years ago or this something? This was 10 years ago this, this last August. 10 exactly. Well, fuck, that's got to be. I know. Because then it's, it, when you got to like that point and you realize like, oh, fuck, it's been 10 years. Yes. Does that, like, A, make you feel like it's almost been, I don't know, as long as, long as he was alive? Yeah. Ten years was a weird one. I Every, like, milestone, whether it was even, you know, six months, a year. I mean, yeah, this makes sense tra- with tra- any tragedy. But, ooh, I said that word wrong. Tragedy. 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 That's fine. Um, uh, we both have colds. Yeah, we do, we do, we do. <laughs> um, it just is, like, it, it puts it in this weird, yeah, it... it I, I, especially early on, six months, a year, two years, five years, I'm, I was thinking like, what would he be doing right now? What would he, he would have gone to college. He was just about to go to, right. um, Santa Cruz, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, kind of like tracking how his life would have gone. And then after 10, like 10 years is like, gosh, I don't know what he, exactly. He'd be. Yeah. He would be like, you know, in his late tw- or mid to late twenties. Yeah. yeah. Late twenties. And it's crazy to even imagine um it's we're still really close with his family his nice. sister texted me yesterday like we it's nice to to sort of keep him around i have his picture in my wallet i look mm. at it every day like he just is there's something i don't know man he just was the special little beam of light and i felt and feel like so lucky to have gotten like how do i put this without I truly want to say, like, have his light shine on me. Yeah. But that is so cheesy. It's a cheesy phrase. Yeah. It's a cheesy, like, uh, articulation. Yeah. Like, a very real thing. It was that. It was like... like, I'm just happy to be a part of this. Yeah. He was, like, a special boy that everybody knew was special. And he, like, thinking that me and my family or, you know, Jason, sister, everybody was special was, like, a, a nice... It just felt great. It was, like... Isn't it funny that someone yeah. younger could even make you feel that way? Yeah. But, like, that makes... It doesn't... It's intangible. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean... This is... This is maybe sound like a weird callous thing. Okay. Not callous. Just, like, perhaps, like, too new-agey. That's okay. But, like, is there, like, a thing... A certain part of you that feels like... 
that guy just he just burned too bright. I mean, there yeah. was just like there was. Of course, he could only be on right. this plane for that long there because is, like he was too good. Yeah, I have thought about that before, and um, we. I mean, not to like just down, down, down this little podcast, but another really great friend of my sister's died this past year. Oof, man, oh, your sister. I know. God, I know. And uh, uh, and he was very similar. It was another one of those like. He was a UCB guy, Timmy Wood, wonderful, wonderful man, and uh, and it was the it, he was the type of guy where people wouldn't just be like, oh, I love that guy. He, they would be like, he is the best person I've ever met. Yeah. He is my favorite person. And I was I was talking to my sister Miranda about Timmy and Stefan, and I was like, they're very similar. Mm. It's crazy that it was both of them, you know, and especially like in this world where we it feels right now like like villains and heroes yeah. or whatever like yeah. it's very clear to us at least like from our whether it's warped point of view or whatever it is like there are bad people and good people in a way that I kind Which of of course is way too binary oh my god like, for sure still it feels yes, like it's easy yes. to get caught and that's up what I mean like yeah. I know it's warped or whatever but it feels like that um, these are two like legitimately great wonderful people that everybody would think is great and wonderful and it's like there must be something to that like uh, I mean it's hard because I don't believe in God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where I think, like, when you get to, like, theological discussions, like, that's when it gets tricky. Yeah, I know. Just because, I don't know, like, I I think I am, by and large, just a man of pragmatic science. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm not, I don't know shit about science, but just, like, in I'm terms of... I'm a scientist. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't know, then there's, like, parts of me, like, maybe there is... A, it's I nice know. to think, like, things... Maybe there's some rhyme or reason right. to any of this And it bullshit. does feel like... When I look at, like... Stefan and Timmy in particular, I'm like, that That can't be... Just for nothing. Yeah. Just like a chaotic and uncaring, totally. just like... Yeah. It's, yeah, there is definitely a part of me that's like, they... I don't know. I don't know how to... I truly don't know how to say it without sounding religious. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think like the, the backbone of any religion really is like to... For hope and... Uh, some sense of order mm-hmm. and just like right because it's just like want to believe like I hope that like once yeah. the light goes off that's not just it right or that there's something bigger we're all not we're all just not ants in an ant farm yes you know like there's more rhyme or reason totally so like that's what that is it's like just trying to like isn't, hopefully that there's a right? reason why yeah. any sort of tinier cosmic reason as to why this shit happens yeah you need that I know yeah. it's hard I had a, a friend of mine who, I mean, he was not a great friend by any means, but I did this program called Semester at Sea when I was like 21, cool. which was great. Got to go around the world. That sounds And amazing. it was like a two to one ratio of women to men. Hell yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. Um, but there was Swimming a kid in. on it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I was like a weirdo back then. But like, you know what? Girls like weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, but there was a kid who was like, just like, you know, marched to the beat of his own drum. Like he wore like the shortest of shorts. Ooh, I already love and him. And was like always like wearing like Speedos and was like just tanning and had like bleach blonde yeah. hair. He was like a California kid and okay. like always smiling. And he was a good dude and a, a good friend of mine. Actually, the friend who's lip, Duncan's bitter lip. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she was on the boat with me and they ended up, they dated for a while. And while they were dating uh, after the boat, he was playing basketball. He was like 21 years old and just like his heart stopped. What? And he just like had you know an undetected heart murmur yeah. that never was detected, right. and he just like died within seconds. God damn it! And it was, I mean, it was like one of those things. Like I wasn't that close to him. Yeah. But it was like still like oh fuck. Yeah. He that's like crazy. affected you or whatever. Yeah. yeah just you like that we're all yeah. so fragile. Totally. Especially someone it sounds like like him that was like, 
Um, well, no, I have a picture in my mind of what he was like. If he's playing basketball, I feel like he's like a healthy dude. Yeah, he was yeah. like vivacious yeah. and like fun. Like yeah. he was like, he would like, you know, he would be a party guy, but Sounds he'd also like be like, like up. Yeah. yeah, he was just like a vibe. He was yeah. like a, a, this is what life is. Right. You can point to that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I thought it was, I was struck by, I went to his funeral because he was from like Orange County. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's instinctually, it makes sense like when somebody dies that you just talk about the good shit. Yeah. And like, I think that's lovely. And I think that's, um, I get why you do that. Why the, the inclination to yeah. do that. But like, I don't know when my mom died, I gave a eulogy and I talked about like, she could kind be of tough. All of it. Yeah. She could be like, <laughs> she could be like, you know, selfish at times. Yeah. She could be a little bitchy. Yeah. But like all that came from this, you know, I think it's, but it was just interesting. I think it's like easy to like, you know, cook the books when somebody yes, dies. I agree. And it was, even though I didn't know this kid well, I was like struck by going there. It's like, all the shit that was said about him was like things that I felt rang true. I didn't yeah. feel like this was like, well, let's pad the numbers. Right. It was like all yeah. actually. And that's like, I think that's the best testament to yeah. a life. Like yeah. when everything you're saying at a funeral is like the shit you'd say when they're around. Right, right, right. Yeah. The, um, oh, the funeral was really interesting. It was like a lot of his friends, the, the three boys who were also great friends with my sister and, and me in a way. I mean, I'm older, but I loved them. Um, they like wrote a song and, and it oh, was man. funny though. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like, it was just like he would, it, it felt really special and, and it wasn't like, you know, too cold. It wasn't yeah. cold. It was like pictures and, and his dad spoke and, and his sister read a, a letter that she basically wrote him that morning or whatever, like a, a sort of to him wherever he was. And it was just like f- sad and funny and lovely and, um, Man, funerals suck so bad. Yeah. It's always, um, there's sometimes in, in, the, in the process of this, doing this podcast that like, I want to tell a story, but I'm yeah. like, do it. Uh, is, is it mine? Is it mine to it, tell? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, oh is it your story? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. But like, there was, uh, just because we're on this topic, I yeah. think it's okay to say, okay. but like, um, when my ex's dad passed, she gave the eulogy and it was this beautiful eulogy. But I think like the first line of the eulogy was, my dad could be a real jerk sometimes. Uh, yeah. And it's like, and it just immediately got yeah. like a laugh. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh yes, Great. of course. These are this wonderful real... guy yes. was like a fallible, totally. you know, he was like all of us. We're not, yeah, exactly. That, that it's not these like, like cookie cutter, perfect people. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I think that's the best way to commemorate anybody yeah. is like taking all that shit and not just like, yeah, it's overlooked. Yeah, you know, totally. I, mean, I don't know. No, I, I agree. What, what the point of that was. No, but. I agree. I agree. Just that, like, to kind of remember people as they really were, the good and the bad. And, and, and um, yeah, there is something about death where it's like all that bad stuff goes away, sort of, where yeah. you're just, like, not allowed to talk about it anymore. Yeah, and I think that does a disservice. Because I think, like, the bad stuff, the quote-unquote bad, which is not really necessarily bad. I mean, obviously, if you're, like, I don't know, uh, doing things that are a disservice yeah. or actually actively hurting somebody. Yeah, that's bad. Sure. But like our own the foibles. Normal yeah. human. Ignoring that is like, you know, that's part of what makes things great. Totally. I don't know. No, I agree. Like, um, this is a terrible uh, metaphor, but <laughs> it's the first thing that popped in my mind. <laughs> Do you remember the movie uh, Across the Universe? It was like a Beatles musical. Yes. Evan Rachel Wood, maybe? Uh, yeah, and Jim Sturges. Okay. and. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Taylor. Um, it's Taylor Swift. Taylor no, Swift. No, no it's uh, the big Broadway director. Uh, oh, yeah, Julie. Julie Taylor, yeah. yes. Did it. Wait, Julie Taylor? Yeah. Wow, we got <laughs> No, it there. sounded right, though. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Julie Taylor. We should mm. for sure go on $25,000. <laughs> um, 
but there was like a review in the New York because I was like smitten with it even gotcha. though like most people didn't really love but it. But sometimes it strikes you in the right yeah. way, yeah. But the New York Times, like there was a review that said like, um, for me, across uh, watching across the universe is like being in love. Huh. You are you can see all the problems and they're glaring and you and you see like where the missteps were but somehow you just don't care oh yeah that is a great no i think that's yeah. actually great it's that, a lovely yeah thing, but that's like that's like taking in the, the whole picture of somebody yeah. it's not it's seeing it all and being like and that's okay mm-hmm. i still love it or whatever and that's like also like it's the tea leaf that makes like you take that out and like i don't know if it's not the full person yeah. it's not the full picture yeah totally yeah you know i never saw that movie but i had this i haven't seen soundtrack. it since the theater so i don't know if it holds up and maybe but. you shouldn't right yeah, probably not like if you have kind of stars in your eyes yeah. for it like go back and watching stripes i yeah exactly I my know. my uh i i saw moulin rouge are you ready for this please 14 times Four. in the movie Holy theater fuck. and then i've only watched it one time since hmm. i haven't and? watched it and it was great but it was okay. like right when it came out on dvd right so it was still like within that same year and i haven't watched it in whatever that is like over 10 years yeah. and i think of it as like one of my top favorite movies but i'm like a little terrified to watch it again, watch it again? i should just watch it again you should watch it again yeah. but i also think like uh, I've seen Milan Rouge maybe twice. Okay, well, I've seen it 14 okay. times. Well, yeah, 15. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's true. Um, but I feel like that's a, an apt comparison to, like, across the universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, things like, what the fuck is happening? This yeah. is bonkers, but there's certain moments when it it's like, wow, this is away. just a brief, it's just magic. Yeah, it worked, it worked. That, it was, like, it came, I think it came out in the spring, or, or I saw it a lot, like, while I was in college, and then... I don't know if it was like re-release. I don't know. Whatever. I think it just was in the movie theater for a long time. And I was living at home that summer. And my dad and I, like anytime we had basically like three, four hours free, we'd be like, you want to go see it? Oh, wow. (laughs) What a great thing. I know. It was great. It was great. Yeah. We just would go. We'd be like, you busy tonight? No. Okay. Let's go see Milliners. Or even like middle of the day. It was great. That's really lovely. It was great. Yeah. That's a cool thing to do with your dad. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. He's cool. He's very cool. Um, Do you feel like that you... Uh, 10 years since this kid's passed. Yeah. Um, Stefan, do you feel like, you said you have his picture in his wallet, but do you feel like uh, he still has like roots in you? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, I don't know why. He, I, I mean, I like I remember, I just, I can like, as soon as he died, I remember being like, don't ever forget his laugh because mm. he had a great laugh. Yeah. Oh my God, he had such a great laugh. And, and it, and I just was like, hold on to that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I can definitely still hear that and I can see it. Um, yeah. And I just like, remember, I just, I guess he, he, there's something, my sister's still so close with that like group from high school and I don't know. They're just, he's still there. He's just still kind of in everything. And I don't know why. Like, he's just a kid that, like, my sister was friends with. And she's friends with a lot of kids. Or she was, you know what I mean, when she was a kid. But there was something about him that was, like, he had a hold on everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Jason. Everybody. There was no one that was, like, oh, yeah, he's fine. It was, like, oh, my God, this kid is the damn best. It's also um, interesting. There's a... This may also sound callous, but there's like a part of like, um, like how he was at like 17 is just yeah. like frozen in amber. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like, 
uh, a terrible, no. another terrible metaphor. I'm just really crushing today. But like, it's like almost like you have the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then you have Ghostbusters 2. And you're like, oh. Why'd you do that? Yeah. yeah. And it's like a little bit like, he's just always going to yeah. be Ghostbusters. But he never got to... Yeah, it's a bummer, but he never got to grow and like maybe like stumble and make it's interesting. figure things out. And you make know, mistakes. it's like there's something like with almost anyone else on earth, I would uh, say yes, mm-hmm. but there was something like I said, Jason and I is saying like I can't wait to see what this kid is like as an adult. Like you don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're totally right that like him being frozen I mean, it's also not it's right. not worth it. But, nah, but yeah. it's like you got to find the good or whatever, but like him being frozen as this like golden boy is there's something like sort of beautiful about it. Yeah. Um, and, and also like, you know, gr- sort of full of potential, like, like star kids can sometimes grow to be like disappointing adults. Sure. Um, but it's like, there's just no way that would have happened yeah. with him. He just was, I don't know what he would have been. He just was so special. I mean, I keep saying that, but, and, and who knows, who yeah. knows, truly who knows. But, um, but, I mean, I just, there's nothing, you know, you can really say other than just like, you feel lucky to have known him. Um, because it's, it is what it is, you know, you can't really like go on wishing and hoping and all that stuff. Cause it is what it is. But, yeah. um, I do feel like very lucky to have, um, gotten to spend so much weird time with him as, yeah. you know. Do you also feel, uh, this is, man, getting into real hippy-dippy stuff Yay. here, but, but just like... We are woman, very high right now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like on a lot of uh, cold medicine. Uh. <laughs> um, like a little bit like that woman on the subway. Yeah. I feel like there's like a small part of you is like, that was like kind of him. Yeah, yeah. But like there's like no reason, because that doesn't happen. Totally. I mean, I guess it does happen in like a city where there's 13 million people I guess. kind of bouncing off each other. But I mean, I lived in New York for 10 years. And yeah. Yeah, that was, that was something like... And I cried a bunch on subways and no one did that No one did that to, to you, like, yeah. Mostly just like sideways glancing yeah. and moving further away. Totally, like... Be, but like, yeah, I there's don't... a reason why that happened at that moment. I, I definitely felt like that was a special moment that was sort of surreal and like, why, why did you know to do that? It yeah. felt, again, it's like... Anything I could say about that would feel religious to talk about. Yeah. It would feel like I'm talking about the big G-O-D. Yeah. Um, but it was some sort of like, um, I don't know, energy of, of some sort that was like, oh, this is this is crazy that that's happening right now. Um, yeah. I had a moment a while ago, and it was like a very tiny moment, but uh, just like having that, it was like a long day at work, I had like a little bit of a cold, and like it was like gone through like a breakup of sorts. Okay. Um, and it wasn't like a, a big thing, but it was like still like, just like stirs the pot. And like, yeah. I mean, this, I forgot what this feels right. like. This is shitty, even if it's not a big deal. Um, and was leaving a concert. It was like seeing a friend's concert. And then in leaving, there was just like a, a woman who was like, you know, older than me, yeah. but walking by and she just like, she was like really like, you know, midnight. Yeah. Uh, and just walking by and uh, for some reason, like seemed very energetic yeah. and happy. And then she just like. So like, hey, and I was like, hey, how are you? And she just like stopped and she's like, you have a really lovely smile. Aww. I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Why are you doing from? that? Yeah. That's lovely. And I was like, thank you. Oh. And just like, like, ah, oh, why did that happen right. now? That, that never happens. That never happens. And I needed that tonight. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that is. I mean, gosh, like there's just some sort of there. I mean, religion or no religion. And I, and I truly don't know. I mean, I have, I, I, anything I, I, I'm so like conflicted when it comes to religious you know, like anything religious and also my lack of 
belief mm-hmm. even conflicts me. Like I, it's, it, it like bums me out that I don't believe in anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, and it kind of always has where I was like, I wish I felt a different way. Yeah. Um, but there is, I, I can't not believe in like an energy. Yeah. I, and I don't even mean, I don't, I don't know. Like not, not, I don't even feel like well, that's like too hippy dippy. In a scientific level, like we are all energy yeah. our most base. And once energy is created, it never ceases to exist. Right. So like in that regard, like these people that leave our lives, they're still, this energy still right. exists. Right. You know, there's still molecules and they're, you know, yeah. it doesn't, it can't stop. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. have any level of advice to somebody who is like, you know, maybe lost a light, lost a, even if it's not somebody like intrinsically that close to yeah. them, but just like, oh yeah. fuck, why did that? I don't, I mean, I think like, honestly, I don't know if, yeah, okay, well, I mean, yes and no, because mm-hmm. well, who has any advice? Sure. But, <laughs> what, what, anything we're saying, why does it matter? Yeah. yeah, but I do think like, you know, you asked me to be on this podcast and it's like, let's basically talk about something sad and you start thinking over all the sad things in your life. And then I was like, I want to talk about Stefan. Like, I think it's something yeah. about keeping, you know, them alive by by talking about them. And I know that's something that like is really important to my sister Miranda is like, we don't stop talking about him and we don't like let a birthday or an anniversary of his death pass without like bringing it up. And like, you don't want him to just sort of like fade into the background. Like right. he's, he's too important for that or who, whoever it is in your life that you love, that you've lost is like, I don't know. I, I don't actually don't know if that's good advice because maybe it is better to sort of like have closure and let people go. But yeah. I think there's something. Um, no, I think it's nice to talk about well, people. Clo- I, I mean, think having nice. closure and having like coming to grips with a death does not mean that, okay, well, I'm done with that. I never yeah. talk or think about them again. Yeah. I feel like, you know, having closure is still like, oh, I don't know. I feel like you can, um, for example, my mom died almost two years ago and. You know, she's not here. Yeah. But I feel like my relationship with her is still right. fluid. And I bet you like love talking about her and I love do. telling stories and love like when people have stories for you 100%. about her. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And it's but it's also like I feel like my relationship with her is still actively yeah. changing. Yeah. Even though she's not here, like it's still like some like I understand or remember something yeah. and it's like, you know, there's ups and downs. And it probably will continue, Always. especially as you age, yeah. you know, maybe even like to, to her age or whatever. Because like, 'cause you're more understanding like, yeah. oh, that's what it was yeah. like to be forty and right. you. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you know, and it's it's such a kind of sensitive thing when people die to not talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like let's not bring it up it's and easier. let's right. And you know, as close as I am with my sister, which is truly like some sort of weird too close. Sure, sure. <laughs> I still don't always know if it's like we talked about Stefan last night, mm-hmm. my sister and I, and and as I brought him up, I was like, should I be doing this right now? Am I like ruining her night if I bring it up? Right. But I think it's always it, you know, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think it's just, I think people like to talk about it and remember it and, and, you know, I like tell funny stories and it just feels good. It just keeps them alive. Yeah. I think for me in any sort of hardship I've had, it's always the people that I find safe, feel safest with yeah. are the people who like normalize it. Yeah. People don't tiptoe. The people totally. who are like able to make jokes immediately. Right. And like, granted, you have to give permission to do that because right. not everybody's okay with that. But yeah. like, i that just feels like you're not a pariah or like totally. there's like a thing we can't talk about. It's like whatever it is, when it was like my uh, divorce or, or mom or sickness, when yeah. everybody just like kind of make jokes hey, about it, yeah. it was like, 
oh man, this is this makes this makes things easier, and totally. I feel safer around you because I don't have to. I act like I can be safe. Yes. I can I can make jokes, and you realize I'm like callous ass. Right, right. <laughs> you yeah. have to be able to do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I um like remember the night. Okay, so it happened. Where it happened at night. Doesn't matter. Why am I saying this? But the next night we had like a candlelight mm-hmm. vigil with you know everybody that was in the town or everybody that loved him, and. I remember, you know, people were saying lovely, beautiful things, sweet, sad. And I had these like few stories in my head that were making me laugh, Mm -hmm. even through tears. And I was like, I really, I feel like I have to tell these stories right now. And I wasn't sure if it was going to be appropriate or not, but I, I, whatever, I I mean, I I sort of remember what they were, but like, I just, I I felt like he would have wanted that. Mm -hmm. He's like the funniest. And, and so I told like funny stories and it, and it, um, at least for me and I know for like my sis, it felt good to like what he would want was for us to be like laughing and Oh yeah. And I also think like, I mean, I think like that's why like when somebody dies or a funeral or moments of mourning like that are so special because you're just in somebody dying. It's like bringing out all the feelings. Yeah. You know, and that's when you feel, it's just so interesting because when somebody dies you feel almost so much more alive uh-huh. because so often you won't go about your life and you can't you can't feel that way all yeah. the time you'd be exhausted totally. and you'd sleep you know 15 hours a yeah. day yeah um but it's like in that moment like you feel you are such afraid open exposed nerve yeah, yeah, for sure that it's like such a weird juxtaposition to like somebody who doesn't have that anymore and you're the almost the most alive yeah so it's yeah, like important so to talk about all that stuff yeah yeah Oh, that's so true. Um, yeah, so that's not really advice, but I think that's... I think that's advice. Yeah, something. Yeah, it's definitely something. Yeah. I think it's a good something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty lovely. Good. I think that was great. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you having me on, and yeah, I, any, yeah I'm glad we talked about it. Me too, man. Yeah. I'm glad we got to... We, we chatted yeah. more than just at a party for yeah. five minutes. Totally. Look at us go. There you go. Another episode of Terribly Funny. That was pretty good, right? She's delightful. That was fun. It was insightful. Thank you so much, Darcy, for coming out and chatting with me on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, if you want to see what else is going on with Darcy, you can check her out on uh, Twitter. It's at Darcy Carden. Also, watch The Good Place. There's a lot of good people, including Darcy, working on The Good Place, and we should support good things. So give that a, give that a look-see. Um, what else? Oh, hey, if you like this, if you like this podcast, if you like what I'm doing here at all, um, tell your friends. Tell them on social media. Tweet about us on Instagram. Use your mouth. What a novel idea. Just tell people what we're doing here. Also, if you'd be so kind as to... Uh, Write us a review on our iTunes page or leave a comment or uh, uh, give us a rating. That also helps. We're trying to grow the audience, you know, just help other people who are going through some shit feel less alone, you know? Why not? That seems fun. At the very least, let's give something people, uh, we can help more people, you know, feel less frustrated in traffic. 
that's the baseline goal, really. Um, uh, and also, if you want to get in touch with me and just say, hey, how you doing? What's happening? Uh, love this episode, didn't like this episode, I'm open to hearing all of that. Um, I spent all morning responding to emails from people, from some of you listeners who uh, have emailed me in the last few weeks, and I, I love doing that. It's nice to hear uh, how, how these, this little project of mine is making something of a difference in your life or affecting anything. Um, so drop me a line. I will get back to you, I promise. I've been busy at work and I've also had a cold, as you can tell by my sultry, sultry voice. Um, but if you want to, drop us a line. Please do so at uh, terriblyfunnypodcast at gmail. And that's it, gang. Other than to say thank you to Hayden Fong, Isaac, for doing everything behind the scenes. Also, thank you to Julie Pot and King Flying Club for doing the art and the music. Thank you again to Darcy for being just, just fucking cool. And uh, the biggest thanks, as always, goes to you guys, because you're all so fucking cool. Yeah. Happy holidays, friends. Be nice to each other.